The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's a pain-free Friday for all stolen out minutes on the mahogany, waxing it up. 100, 200, a bad, a bad, apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bit. Bad, bad, bad taste, bad luck, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Palatial, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves hanging out in the Magic City studios while she's snapping off shots of sour dub dog sativa in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, breakfast in Chavez, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do. But all my friends that come around, flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess this town's a town. My brains are splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake it it was gigging on Pharrell with Carver High. Toll free the number 844-843-6879 to get on the bench. I just saw something really funny, uh, Carver High. Uh, this is uh, a perfect epitome of the NFL draft. So the Eagles uh, made their selection. <laughs> I have to do this. So... I'm sitting here watching the draft just for a minute. And uh, the guy goes up to do the draft. I, it was some former player. I forget who it was. I don't know if you were watching Carver High. But he goes up to announce the draft pick. And um, all the Eagles fans are there, you know, with their, you know, the ESPN has their cameras on the, like, cheering section for every team. And I, I made fun of this today on uh, Coast to Coast. And yesterday, the, you know, the, they got like the the I mean biggest losers they can find, right? Like I mean, just utter losers. I mean, they're the worst, fat, disgusting, repulsive losers, and they're like kids and their wife and their uncle and cousin. It's like a scene from a bad movie. Am I wrong? Am I even wrong? No, it, it's it really is amazing. I don't know where they found some of the people that they had out okay. in the crowd last night. It's, All right. it's ridiculous. So, so they go over to the section where the Eagles fans are, and they're all painted, and their faces are painted, and they got hard hats on, and they got baseball bats, and they're <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna kill somebody, and they announce the draft pick of Milton Williams. <laughs> Louisiana Tech, and they went crazy. Who? And not one of them has ever heard of Milton Williams before in their effing lives. Nor will they ever hear of Milton Williams in their effing lives because Milton Williams he'll play for the Eagles, and they still won't know who he is. They would have cheered. They would have cheered the pick. And gotten fired up for the pick. If it was a newborn baby, that's how stupid it is. 
like these fans, like, and then right after that, the Washington football team uh, drafted Benjamin St. Juiced, and their fans went crazy. Like, Benjamin St. Juiced. They have the no idea who that is. That? Nobody knows who that is. You uh, cannot possibly it, cheer um, somebody drafting a guy. I mean, come on, please. Listen, I'm going to just be honest. I'm going to tell it like it is. Top of the third round, Kellen Mond goes to the Vikings. I've heard of him. <laughs> okay. We welcome in our radio affiliates tonight. Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 in San Diego near Tijuana. Do you wanna? And Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline Radio Network, Armed Forces Radio. It's for all events on a pain-free Friday. Second round. Let's just, look, can we get through this? All right, so bottom of the second round, Kyle Trask went to the Buccaneers. I've heard of him. Now let's just go. I've heard of, I've actually heard of Nick Bolton from Missouri. Went to the Chiefs. Uh, Pat Fryermuth is the tight end for Penn State. Went to the Steelers. Rondale Moore, Purdue, went to Arizona. Aaron Banks, Notre Dame, went to uh, San Francisco. Asante Samuel Jr., Florida State, went to the Chargers. Kelvin Joseph, the corner from Kentucky, went to the Cowboys. Tevin Jenkins, the tackle from Oklahoma State, went to the Bears. Christian Barmore, the tackle went from Alabama, went to the Patriots. And the receiver, Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Ole Miss, went to uh, the uh, Jets. And that's the only players I've ever heard of. I've never heard of them. I mean, let's just get real here tonight. You know, everybody's a liar. Everyone's a, a thief. They all act like they've heard of all these players. Everybody doing radio, TV, podcasts, blogs. Do they do blogs anymore? Articles, writers, everyone. It's just unbelievable. I even heard this guy, um, you know, uh, you know, Bleacher uses this guy, Aqib Tlaib. Remember the former player? He literally acts like he's had, like, uh, he's been married to every player his whole life. He, he talks like he knows them like they live next door to him. And, like, he's lying through his teeth. Carver High, you can't even tell me you've heard of 10 of them. 10 of them. And they treat it like we're supposed to know them all. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. You wonder why I hate it. The first night is all that matters. Even though the franchises are built through the second and third, fourth through seventh rounds. I don't deny that uh, the draft builds teams. I don't deny that it's important. I don't deny that it's crucial. I do say the fans have no idea what they're cheering for. They're all a bunch of drunken idiots. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. All right, Pharrell on the bench with Carver High. Uh, by the way, did I not tell you today on Coast to Coast, stay away from the Blazers and Nets game? Did I not yeah. warn the public, don't go near it? Stay away from it. No good. They got whacked. The Nets just got oh. whacked. They didn't care. Well, listen, the Nets, they took a vacation night. That's took pretty much what off. it comes down to. They did not have any interest in playing the game. Kyrie didn't play either, right? So no Kyrie. Kyrie Kyrie played. Kyrie oh, he played. Play. He had a good oh, okay. game. He had like between 26 and 30. The last time I when I turned it off when it was bend over time, I turned it off and he had 26 at that point. So I'm assuming he probably had a couple more buckets. There was like 6 minutes left in the game and he he had the ball in his hands every time down. So I figure he probably scored 28 or 30. All I know is I, I couldn't even watch that. I, and then watching that draft is insufferable. I have to tell you that like tomorrow's even worse. Like tomorrow, like that four through seven, you couldn't pay me to watch it. I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Like you can't even argue with me that <laughs> what I described earlier, these fans cheering for people they've never heard of. <laughs> they're just like, this is the greatest selection ever. We're set for life. We just drafted a kid. I've not Louisiana Tech. Where is that in Kansas? They don't even know where the school is. It's in Louisiana. It's right next to Abraham Lincoln's grave. Who's buried in Abraham Lincoln's grave? Carver High. You know what I mean? So it's so bad. You can't deny it. Like I, I, I read off ten players I'd heard of. Ten. But all these guys, it's so funny. Turn on ESPN and every guy, you'd think they were lovers. They talk about them like they know them, like they live next door. Like they, you know, some guy, some guy at Louisiana Tech. Every, I heard the guy tonight. I heard him say it. I actually heard the analyst say, you know, every single Louisiana Tech game I watched this uh, year, I saw this guy's quickness, explosiveness. He's a ball hawk. He tackles everything. He tackles the the T guy. He tackles the ball boy, the T guy, the water guy, the cheerleaders, the parents, the dog, the cat. He tackles everything he sees. The milkman, greatest player ever. His footwork is phenomenal. His his ceiling is absolutely sky high. But every guy, that's every that's, guy that's, they draft. That's the problem. But that's what the NFL draft has become now. They've given you more options to watch this thing. You know, now it's on NFL Network. It's on ESPN. It's on. They have on ABC. They have the College Game Day crew 
doing it there. You know, you can listen to it on the radio. I mean, we have we were doing great coverage on Sports Grid, but we did it for more, you know, obviously the live betting angle of it. But like these guys who have been at this for a long time as the draft Knicks, the Kuipers, the McShays, the Daniel Jeremiah's, all these guys, there's not a bad player anymore. Every player yeah. that gets taken from round one gets all loved. the way through round seven, when they call their name, this guy's got upside. Or this guy could this guy is this is the great exactly what this they need. A, like like just once in a while, can we just get somebody? He's plugging. He's here's a good one. He's a plug, he's plug and play. Plug and play. He's plug and play. He's, he's plug and play. He's. I uh, mean, you know, and here's it. You know, or they give you, you know, he's raw. He's a raw talent. But they, but the coat if they coach him up, he's gonna be a monster in the league. He's raw talent, but if they so, coach him up, he's gonna be a monster. Desmond uh, Howard today was on ESPN before we went on coast to coast at like three o'clock, and they were interviewing him on that day as full of Herb Street and everyone else. And he said, um, I think the guy Reese Davis asked him, "Have you ever like seen a guy that had an edge like at at practice because he was, you know." Uh, a free agent. He wasn't drafted. And he said, oh, of course. He said, uh, there's all kinds of guys like that that I remember. He said, you know, I was talking to guys today about uh, what it you know, means to be drafted and how special it is. And, uh, you know, I was talking to, uh, you know, and he went down the list of guys like, um, you know, whatever the guy's name is, uh, you know, uh, what Marcus Spears, and then he went down the list. Oh, oh Dan Orlovsky, and uh, you know, and then he went to Ryan Clark, and he and he said all these guys know exactly what it's like. You know, Ryan's won a Super Bowl, and then Ryan Ryan goes, uh, you know, or uh, like the other guy, one of them sat there and said, oh, Ryan was undrafted; he never got drafted. And then he's like, and and Desmond, I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he was undrafted. He was just a free agent. He made the NFL as a free agent and won a Super Bowl with the Steelers. Never got drafted. So he's like, yeah, I remember getting drafted and Ryan Clark getting drafted. He was like going down the list of all the players. And he didn't even know what he was effing talking about. Because they're so full of shack. It's just spewing out of their face. And I, you know what's funny? No one likes hearing it from me. I know that. I know they don't like it. The suits and all the rest. This guy's like making fun of this. Like it's because it's so funny. It's just so absolutely backward assed. You've never heard of any of them. If you've heard of 5% of them, it's a miracle. And tomorrow on Saturday, four through seven, literally, I guarantee you, you you've heard of like maybe one player. You'll get, you'll get down to knowing one player out of the whole day. And they'll be four, five, six, and seven. Four rounds, you'll have heard of one player per round. It's at not most. a lie if you believe it. But, and then all these stupid fans are cheering for guys they've never heard of. Who does that? You know, I don't <laughs> – you know what? I'll tell you what. I know for a fact that you and I – Carver, I, I've known you forever. You, you and I both, if, if we were at this thing and they drafted <laughs> the guy I said before, the poor guy, I keep using his name, the guy from Louisiana Tech. If we would have, if we would have been there at that draft sitting there, you'd have a Bud Light. I'd be sitting over there smoking a fatty and then they would announce the guy's name and everybody would be cheering. And you and I'd look at each other and go, who, <laughs> who did they draft? Who, who is that?
who is who, who is this guy? I just, you know what I mean. Like he's, then he's I heard my great, son. He's got a great motor. He's got a great motor. He's a great recruiter. He's a great recruiter. <laughs> the guy. My son came down and complained about like last night. He's running up and down the stairs when they got Najee Harris, the Steelers. He was so excited tonight. He came in. He was with his girlfriend or whatever. Came walking in the door and he goes. I guess they got the tight end of the future, but they really missed on blah, 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 blah. And I went, who? I go, what? They missed on who? I go, who? Who's that? I go, listen, I, I do not sit and study uh, every kid that plays football in America, okay? And then here's another thing. Do you know anyone, seriously, Carver Hyde, do you know anyone that watches more college football than me? I mean, honestly, who, yeah, who watches I mean, more college football than me over the last 50 years? Who's watched and who's been to more college football games than me? Like no one. How's that sound? Uh, I watch every game all day from noon until one in the morning every Saturday of my life. Every, every weeknight it's on. We watch crappy Mac games together, you and I. What games do we miss? But I don't sit there and memorize <laughs> Every single player, every offensive lineman, every linebacker, every corner, every safety, every tackle, every guard, every center, I mean, every receiver, every tight end, every running back, every fullback, every quarterback. Do you think I have time for that? Do you think I have the, the patience for that? Now, that job's for Dracula, your boy Dracula. That's his job. That's it. You know, McShay and Dracula, that's what they do for a living. The guy you mentioned before from NFL Network, I've never heard of, uh, you know, Damian Woody, whatever you said his name was. I know. <laughs> I know Damian. I'm friends with Damian. I just used his name as an example. You said, what was the guy's name? You said his name was uh, Daniel Jeremiah. Great. At, what an institution. I mean, it is. he's just he knows everything about everybody. He's a genius. You know what he's got? That guy's got a plethora of knowledge and a high ceiling. <laughs> he's got a high ceiling for excellence because he knows everything. Listen, I've always said, call me on Monday and I'll tell you what I thought of the Steelers' seven picks. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. All right, crazy end of this game in overtime in Boston as the Celtics beat the Spurs 143-140 to in overtime. Crazy 
game, crazy, wild, high-scoring overtime game as the Celtics win it by three. Too bad I had uh, the Celtics winning and the Spurs plus four and a half. Double cover. So there you go on that front. And now we're going to watch LeBron James uh, come back tonight after missing a month and a half. How long was he out? Two months? Uh, I mean, he missed a ton of games. How long do you think he was out? A month? I month saw and it a half? today. It, it really was, it was about ju- just six short weeks. of a month and a half. It was six weeks. It was mid-March when he went out. All right, so six weeks he was out. He's coming back tonight. No restrictions on LeBron James. No restrictions. So at the very least, let's take a look at uh, where they're at here in the third round. In the third round, uh, the Raiders just uh, took back-to-back picks, 79 and 80. They took Malcolm Kuntz, a defensive end from Buffalo, and Divine Diablo, a safety from Virginia Tech, back-to-back. Who? Yeah. Uh, th- these guys have a massive upside. Uh, just an incredible amount of talent, speed, good footwork, high ceiling, great recruiters, both of them. Uh, huge. I mean, you're talking gold jacket, like uh, Adam Kaplan <laughs> said today. Gold jacket. Gold jacket player. Gold jacket. Gold jacket player. He's a gold jacket player. I mean, and then um, don't forget Milton Williams at 73 to the Eagles from Louisiana Tech. He's, uh, I mean, his backward speed is through the roof. It is just uh, the, his ability to run backwards against the grain is is something scintillating. Everyone's talking about it. Um, here's another one. Uh, Carolina at 70 in a trade. They got uh, Brady Christensen uh, from BYU. He used to go to uh, church with uh, the guy Wilson that went to the Jets. They were (laughs) church buddies. They went together on all of the Sunday masses or whatever they do in Provo. Very impressive stuff. And then... um, by the way, uh, the quarterback, Davis Mills, who barely played, uh, I think, 11 games his entire career at Stanford, he got – isn't that unbelievable? What an amazing talent that you could play 11 games your entire career in college and still be drafted in the NFL. Because his um, career is already being defined of brilliance. I mean, his – his vision, he's a two or three eye guy. He can see three different places on the field at once. He's like Wayne Gretzky. He's got great vision. Um, he's an incredible recruiter. He's great in interviews. He did incredible on the Wonderlick. His combine jumping, he jumped 44 inches. It's unbelievable. And for a white guy, he can windmill dunk and played 11 games. He went to the Houston Texans, where he'll be named the starting quarterback after Deshaun Watson goes to federal prison for rape. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Carver, you can't make this stuff up. How did, like, and I heard them talking about this guy today when they said, who are the best quarterbacks available? And I mean, Dracula went on and on about Davis Mills. I mean to tell you, he spent 10 minutes talking about Davis Mills and his 11 games of tutelage that we got to uh, study. His great, his, you know, he's, it's a, I mean, a Rolodex of games. I mean, all 11 games, you, you could see it all. That's all it took to see his touch, his vision, 
his ability to throw uh, across his body across the field while on the run to the weak side. He's a, a genius. Genius. Kellen Mond went 66. The top pick of the third round went to the Vikings. He's going to go to the – I mean, he's a gold jacket player for sure. I mean, he did so much at uh, Texas A&M, you know, with all the losing and everything. He's just so accustomed to losing. Uh, he'll fit right in in Minnesota because they never win anything anyway, do they? Like Super Bowls or anything like that, right? I mean, let's just get real here. Uh, let's just tell no. it like it is. You know, let's make it real official here. The Vikings never win the Super Bowl, do they? Carver High, do they? No. No. no I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. I can't help it that I'm the greatest wrestler alive today. Okay, so he was the second player taken in the third round. Uh, Kellen the first player was Andre Sisko, a um, 6'1", 260-pound safety from Syracuse. He's got great, uh, interchangeable, wingspan, great wingspan. Great wingspan. Interchangeable safety with a blend of size, length, range, a ball hawk, natural hands. He's appeared to make strides as a tackler, uh, but it's still a concern. He's made some strides. Uh, the Jaguars uh, selected Andre Sisko with the top pick of the uh, third round. And he's they needed a playmaker in the secondary. Sisko was one of the best in the country. He had 12 picks in 2018-19. All of the safeties from uh, 28 through 2020 combined for 10 interceptions. Sisko finished his career with 13 interceptions in 24 games. So in other words... Two years ago, he had 12. This year, he had one. So he, he just, you know what? He had girlfriend problems, <laughs> everything. You know, his, his, the, the year prior, he had 12 picks. But I got to tell you, last year, he had so much on, on his mind with COVID and everything. He didn't have time to have any interceptions. So, so he got drafted anyway. Um. He missed 11 games last season after suffering a torn ACL when he collided with a teammate during pregame warm-ups. He should have been watching where he was going. <laughs> Carver, I think I'm going way below the belt now with some of these jokes. It's just unnecessary. It's just really unnecessary. It's, it's not fair to these kids. This is their moment to shine. All right, so uh, the top pick of the second round went to the Jaguars. The Jaguars get every pick, I just wanted to say. Tyson Campbell, the corner out of Georgia that you've never heard of. He's been incredible. Taller, leaner, good length, outstanding speed, excellent burst, uh, breaking on underneath roots, and he limits yards after the catch. He is not a ball hawk and has oh, there weak you go. change of direction quickness. He's very so weak we do so we do direction. have we do have some negative comments on some of these guys, right? Like it's not all just only one negative know, good, comment good, per good, player. Good, good, good. Like you know, I just want can once at the end of the report, can we just put you know the guy can't catch a cold? You know, wide receiver, he's a great route runner, but he can't catch a cold. You know, just I mean honestly, like can we just can we put some stuff in there to actually show that these guys are human? Because when you read some of these reports, they're not human. I mean, all these kids, are, you know, 
they're the best of the best. That's why they're being drafted, I guess. So what they what they told the guy to do was, and they have his name here. I'm not going to say his name. The guy that analyzes every player. So he he gives them nine out of ten, you know, positive comments. The tenth comment is always their their problem. We change the direction quickness. Meanwhile, the guy could rob a bank. He'd be the best guy robbing the bank in town with his speed. I mean, the guy, he's just unbelievable. He's so fast. If I was going to rob a bank, I'd have him do it with me. And then he grabs the bag with all the money in it. I, I handle shooting people. He handles running with the cash. I'll meet you later by the airport. And then the Jets got Elijah Moore, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, undersized slot who excels at attacking the middle of the field against his own looks. He has the burst to separate in man coverage. He's a natural uh, hands catcher who plucks the ball out of the air. His ability to uh, make defenders miss, plus his top end speed, makes him a threat after the catch. A brilliant career foreshadowing him uh, early here. Uh, the third pick was Javante Williams, a running back from North Carolina that used to be a linebacker, and he runs over people. He went to the Broncos. Number four was Javon Holland, a safety from Oregon, and he's well-built, instinctive safety at his best lining up over the slot where he has the balance <laughs> Upper body's ready to speed to compete with the receivers and tight ends. Thank God he's got uh, incredible balance. You know, as a kid, he uh, used to uh, tightrope over the Grand Canyon with the Valendez family. That's <laughs> where he got his balance. The kid is, he's a playmaker, excellent ball skills. He averaged 15 yards per punt return in uh, 2019, and he's a sound tackler with the potential to develop into an excellent special teams player. He's going to be. Just huge. It's going to be huge for the Dolphins. Absolutely huge. Number five was Landon Dickerson to the Eagles, the center from Alabama. The problem with Landon is he blew out his knee in the national championship game, so he won't be playing for a year. You know, they just mentioned that last. He, they talk about he's the greatest player ever. He's an exceptional leader. And um, he just runs over people, drives defensive linemen into the ground and stands on their face. But then, you know, just one little tidbit. He blew his knee out in December. He's had two massive injuries in his career already. Yeah, no thanks. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. 
If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. All right, Pharrell on the bench with Carver High. So tomorrow night, you've got a nice offering in boxing with the Fox PBC pay-per-view of the Mexican extravaganza with the heavyweights going at it. Andy Ruiz Jr., you remember him. He knocked out Anthony Joshua for the World Heavyweight Championship in June of 2019, only to lose to him in the rematch. But when he beat him, he must have weighed 300 pounds. And then now he's been training with Canelo's team in San Diego. He's lost 30 pounds. He looks fantastic compared to how much of a fat ass he looked uh, when he beat him. When he beat Joshua, he looked, I mean, people were like, what is this? What is happening here with this guy? Look how enormous he is. Then he knocked him out and everybody was like, holy shack. That was incredible because Ruiz can flat out fight. He is a good fighter, good boxer. He's got heavy hands. He means business. He's no joke, uh, but he's so much more dangerous the way he looks now in great shape as he gets ready for Chris Ariola, the 40-year-old journeyman who's basically, as I said today on uh, Coast to Coast, one foot out the door, one foot in. I don't know whether he's finished or whether he's going to keep fighting. He's fought everybody 10 times. He fought Wilder. He fought Klitschko, Vitaly Klitschko. He's fought everybody. Now he's trying one last crack at it, taking on Ruiz. These two Mexican legends from, uh, you know, obviously Los Angeles and the Inland Empire going at it. Nine Eastern, six Pacific on pay-per-view, $49.99. Go to foxsports.com slash pay-per-view to order or call your cable operator. Great undercard with three killer fights, all Mexican fighters. Plus, at 7 Eastern, Arislandi Lara, the Cuban super welterweight uh, champ taking on a fighter uh, at seven. The pay-per-view of the big fight card starts at nine. All of it, PBC on Fox pay-per-view. Check it out tomorrow night, Ruiz and Areola. I know Carver High is excited about it. Uh, so anyway, I was talking about this kid, uh, Landon Dickerson. Now, I don't deny that he, uh, the center from Alabama, I will not deny he's a monster. 6'6", 330 plus, and um, he's had multiple ACL tears. He's coming off an ACL tear in the SEC championship in December. He has another ACL tear and an ankle injury. And uh, Carver High, I have to ask you, I mean, there's no denying a guy can flat out play. But it's the same thing for me as always. I'm not interested in this guy uh, from Virginia Tech with the two back surgeries. He went in the first round anyway. Everybody's uh, all gung-ho about him. What's his name? Farley. Uh, All I know is, all I know is I'm not drafting a guy that's had two blown out knees and a blown out ankle. I don't care who he is because when he's 22 years old and he's already had that, what do you think he's going to get in the NFL? With uh, you know, you know when he's at when he's at Alabama and he's three thirty six six three thirty, he's pushing people around. I've seen him play. He pushes people around, steps on their face. But when he goes to the NFL, everyone else is his size, and they're not going to put up with it. 
So, you know, in college, when you play in Alabama and you're better than everybody, that big tough game with Mercer every year and, and that, you know, uh, you know, that game with New Mexico State, it's going to be, you know, the guy he's up against is, you know, six foot one, 290, and he's six six three thirty three. No wonder he's pushing him around. But when he goes to the NFL, they're going to push back, and the other guy's going to be six six three twenty five himself, and I'm going to take the guy that doesn't have two blown-out knees and a blown-out ankle. I got a problem drafting guys that have already had reconstructed knees that already weigh 330 pounds. What's he going to get thinner? In the NFL, no, he's going to get fatter in the NFL because he's going to eat like he's at the table, like he's going to the electric chair. Because I've seen it. I've covered the league. I've traveled with teams. I've been on the Steelers traveling every game, covered them for a living. I know how big these guys, they, they literally can eat an airplane, the whole airplane they can eat. No one that goes to Alabama at 6'6", 330 is going to the NFL going to start losing weight, Okay. This guy's 6'6", 330. He's going to be 360 in about two years. Tell me how you're drafting a guy with two blown-out knees and a blown-out ankle. I mean, just explain it to me because I must be stupid or something. But I don't draft guys. The guy from Virginia Tech, two back surgeries. He's 22 effing years old. He's already had his back operated on twice. And he's had a blown-out knee. Now, how many times do I have to say it? I'm not drafting some kid that's 22 going to play in the NFL pain day, and he's already been a cripple. No, I'm with you. And the thing about these early rounds of the NFL draft is you want to try the best you can. And not every player works out. We know that. We know the success rate is not high as much as they tell you how great every kid is. You want to be able to at least get yourself some players that are going to be in the mix to play some significant time in their rookie year. Whether it's starting, whether even, even if it's a rotational player. To draft guys in the first two rounds who might not play, in the first two rounds that might not play next year, you know, look, it, it depends on how much you're willing to sacrifice the value. You know, are you the kid's a good player. Maybe you're getting a little value on him because he would have went higher if he was healthy and you're willing to, you know, burn a year of not having him. It's one thing. Um, I, I wouldn't do it too early in the draft, but I get the concept. I don't know. I'm with you. I, I need guys that are going to play now. I, I'm, I'm wasting high picks. I need guys who are going to play. Or, or, fair enough, and I'm just being straight up here. I'm talking about every pick that matters. I'm trying my best to follow this nonsense where I'm not having it. Like, I'm not drafting a guy that I know full on. I'm the GM, right? I'm the GM, and uh, I work for the owner, and I'm, I, I'm basically – uh, working with the head coach and the coaching staff to bring them players to make the, the team better, right? And I'm not drafting on my watch. This is just me. If I'm running a team and I don't know anything, please don't act like uh, you think I, I know something more than NFL GMs or that I could do this job. I'm not, I'm not cut out for it. It's not my bag, right? But the reality is this. I know one thing. I'm not drafting some kid that's already crippled. Okay, I'm just not that dumb. I, I don't. You're dumb if you draft players that have had multiple back surgeries, multiple blown out knees. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I will draft a kid over a guy 
no matter what, if the kid has a clean sheet medically, now it's one thing to roll your ankle. It's one thing to sprain your knee. It's one thing to, you know, break your wrist or something. It's one thing to, you know, pull a hammy or tear your quad or calf or, uh, you know, have something like that or, you know, you tore a rib cage muscle or a pack or whatever. That's, a, that's one thing. Fair enough. It's another thing entirely, if you ask me. I mean, did I not talk to Dr. Chow about this today? Did I not ask him who in their right mind drafts a kid with two major back surgeries already? I mean, he said it to me. He said, it's simple. Anyone that has one gets another, and they get a third. It's right around the corner doing push-ups. He'll have another back surgery. He'll have a back problem in the NFL as sure as I'm sitting here. I have a longer shelf life than the guy Farley. I still got, uh, you know, I think I still got some years left doing this. I could be wrong. I could, I could die tomorrow. Fair enough. But I'm telling you, I'm not drafting some kid that's been cut twice on his back. Second, I'm not drafting some guy that's 6'6", 330, that's had two blown out knees already. You know why? Because guys that are 6'6", 330 is unnatural to begin with. Is it not, Carver High? Is that not unnatural? I mean, it is. if you're 330, you're fat. You're big, you're huge, you're ripped, you're strong, you're muscular, I get it, but you're also fat, okay? When you're 330 pounds, you got a gut on you like Santa Claus. That's all there is to it. There's no getting around it. Every NFL lineman I know is gigantic, and they have a gigantic belly filled with food every day, and they're, it's like a sewer system, their stomach, because they eat so much. They eat like five, six meals a day, these guys, thousands of calories. They're like monsters. Am I wrong? No. And then you're telling me that, that all that weight on those two blown-out knees, that he's just going to run around and not blow it out again? I don't believe that for one effing minute. Not one minute. I'm going to draft a kid that's got a clean sheet that never blew out his knees, never blew out his ankle, over a guy that's had – I don't care how good he is. I don't care how good he is. I'm drafting the kid that has no injuries. That's it. Uh, I'm not drafting some running back with blown-out knees either. You know what I mean? Like – the, I get it. The Giants picked up Barkley's fifth-year option. Boy, they better hope they're right about that because I never think a guy that uh, has a totally reconstructed, blown-out knee is ever the same. People say, Dr. Chow says it too. Oh, trust me, they do knee surgeries now. They're better than ever. I don't believe that either. You know what I mean? I just don't believe that either. Do you believe that – are you going to sit here and tell me you believe – that Joe Burrow's never going to have arthritis in that knee with that uh, blown out knee he had, that he's not going to have issues with that the rest of his career. Ask Joe Namath how that went. Honestly, Carver, you tell me, do you buy in anyone that has blown out knees that they're ever going to not have problems again? Look, uh, this if you look at in the past, guys that have it done, eventually at some point again, it, it, it becomes a problem for them. There's no question about it. And, yeah, I'm with you on Burrow. Eventually... Yeah, Burrow's still very young, but he's had the knee torn up, and he's going to play with it, and eventually it's going to bother him in some aspect again. I think so. By the way, the Niners drafted Trey Sermon, the running back out of Ohio State. I've heard of him. Uh, I like Asante Samuel Jr. I don't think he's as good as his dad. We'll see if he turns into that. Like his dad, I thought, was a great pro. Uh, you know, his dad played in the league, uh, for the Pats, Eagles, Falcons. But I think that, uh, you know, the kid, I, he was, I think above average at Florida state, but you have to understand when he was at Florida state, the entire time he was there, they sucked. He never did anything on those teams. 
You know that as well as I do. Um, here's his uh, last season. 14 pass breakups with one interception. That's just nothing to me. You know what I mean? 14 passes broken up in one pick, and you're this uh, you know, 5'10", 180-pound uh, second-round draft pick. I mean, honestly, is it just me? or I, I'm not even trying to be a jerk right now. I mean, can I, can I draft somebody that's had at least five or six picks? <laughs> can I get some guy that's – is there no one out there that's a corner that has more interceptions than that? I need some guy that picks off passes and goes hizzy. Not some guy that breaks up passes, 14 of them. What is 14 passes broken up his last season is 14 passes in one pick. Tell me that doesn't suck, Carver. I just tell me the truth. Does that suck? Like, can you imagine the Bills drafting a guy that had 14 breakups in one pick in the second round? That's what you're going to take over some guy that's got six or eight picks? That I don't care where he plays. If the guy plays at Hamtramck Tech and he has eight picks, I'm drafting him over some guy that has one pick. I don't care who his daddy is. I mean, I'm serious right now. No, I'm with you. I really am. Um, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's you can't even argue this stuff. No, I can't. I'm not even. I'm not even trying to be a smartass right here. I'm just sit, sitting here looking at these picks, going, okay. But did you like uh, the kid? Did you like Aaron Banks at Notre Dame? The big uh, guard? He went to the Niners. Now, yeah, there's I mean, a guy, 6'5", 3 and a quarter. Uh, no injury history. I love that pick. Give me that guy over the guy with all the uh, blown out knees and ankles. I'm serious. Don't get me started here, Carver. And LeBron is playing. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. So uh, the Buccaneers in the last pick of the second round got uh, Kyle Trask, the quarterback at Florida, 6'5", 230. They love his size. It says here he doesn't have a great arm, doesn't have a good arm. Meanwhile, he was uh, in New York for the Heisman, one of the finalists. But uh, he's terrible too, right, uh, apparently, according to these reports. Um, what do you think? Do you think uh, – I think it'll pay off for him being around Tom Brady for a year or two. What, what that'll do for that kid will be amazing. Uh, no, it, it, I think that learning behind Tom for a couple years, uh, knowing that system, uh, you know, he's a Florida kid. 
That's a good spot for him. He needs to go to a spot like that where he learns for a little while. He can't jump right in the fire. Yeah, I honestly, I think um, I think they're going to like that pick. Uh, I, you know, I'm not saying he's great or anything. I'm not going to freak out or whatever. But I think he's – I. if I'm him, I'm feeling real lucky that I ended up there. I really am. So I see Green Bay got a um, a center in the second round. Josh Myers from Ohio State. He's another one, 6'5", 310. Third-rated center in the whole draft. And um, they, they keep piling it up. They got the corner, get a center. But they got bigger fish to fry uh, in Wisconsin with the Packers uh, in Green Bay. The problems that Gutenkust has is uh, unimaginable. I mean, that guy, I, I don't even believe that guy will sleep this weekend. Not because of the draft at all. He can't sleep because of how badly he screwed up the Aaron Rodgers thing. I mean, it, you got to blame somebody, don't you? Who do you blame? I know you don't blame Aaron Rodgers. You got to blame the front office. So I blame Gutenkust. So he shouldn't be allowed to sleep. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.